welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world, and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground where fun is fast. Go to Zwift.com and start your free trial. Bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me for the last week of this podcast, a bumper show today is Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave? I'm, I'm feeling a pinch, actually. Yeah. What are we, second, two rest days down? Yeah. We're really four rest days down. Tour de France, Vuelta, yeah. <laughs> uh, Giro, Vuelta. It's all Flanders. We've, we've had everything. I feel like I've ridden over Parve. I feel like I've <laughs> scaled the highest mountains. It's been tough. It is because good. of your age. Because you're old age. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, mate. You know, you've, you've, I've only got you by about six months, by the I way. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. That's, the, that's the scary part. But, yeah. uh, and, and you had your haircut. I had my haircut, finally. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy for you. Do you know, I went on the, on the website, on the app, I went, the whole week, there was one appointment available. He had my name on it. For those yeah. of you who don't live in Melbourne, we've still been more or less in lockdown and hairdressers, barbers, they've been shut for how long? Two oh, months. Too long. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for yeah, you. Yeah, good. <laughs> Such a relief. Anyway, uh, leave us your comment or your questions or anything you want to ask us or tell us uh, in the box below, just down here. Uh, it's always appreciated and we can go through some of them as we go along this podcast today. Uh, big, big day. Big, big show because we will talk about the Giro first. And of course, we'll talk about the Vuelta as well, which just started on SBS and spanned to be just an amazing race. First of all, uh, the Giro Maca, oh, uh, an yes. another another great race, another good stage yesterday. It was a fantastic stage. And straight off the bat, I've got to go with brilliant ride by the Australian young Aussie Ben O'Connor. He, I, I don't think we've sung his praises enough, actually. No, you're right. We have mentioned him, but... He's been such a brilliant workhorse for NTT, the South Africa's World Tour squad. And yesterday, he gave it a big, big shake. Second on the stage. He almost got the job done. Benny boy, we are proud of you. Absolutely. It was absolutely brilliant. He was beaten by a better rider in the end, but he should hold his head high. Absolutely. And then, yeah, you're right. Completely, completely agree. Uh, he didn't win the stage. Tracknik won the stage uh, yeah. yesterday. Tracknik from uh, Bahrain, uh, Bahrain-Marida team. Um, what do you make of that win? Because it's, it's quite convincingly in the end. Yeah, look, he's 30 years of age. He's uh, He's been a pro for about four years now. Um, so, look, he's quality. He's a quality rider, quality teammate. And um, look, he won a stage of Romandy uh, last yeah, year. Yeah. So he's he's proven he's got some pedigree. And look, it was a big, long breakaway that went and the Peloton and de Koenig, they were happy to let this break go. Some 25-odd riders, they built up a massive advantage. So in the end, they were probably never going to get caught once yeah. they got that big advantage. So then it was the tactics. But it was a hard, tough day. Absolutely. 200-plus mountains, you know, you, you you were no slouch. You didn't just fall into a group group of 25 to make it to the finish. You still had to be smart, strong, and, you know, finish it off because there was a little kicker at the end. And we know how brutal this week ahead is in, uh, in yeah. the, the Giro. Uh, let's listen to uh, the DS from uh, Bahrain. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's quite interesting what he says uh, about that win because it's overall they're having a great, uh, a great Giro. That's Rod Eddingworth. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, I mean, just, um, you know, the whole team, the whole race has been uh, excellent, really, you know, and 
obviously with Peo still there in the GC as well. Uh, but you know, for Jan, let's not take anything away from him. That was a fantastic ride. And I think, you know, he's one of them guys who's at the centre of the team, does a lot of work. He missed out in Paris Nice with with a good, you know potential stage win there and um, yeah just yeah, it was, everybody's so happy to see him winning so he's just one of them sort of guys you want to see winning. So, um, yeah. When Ben O'Connor came across, I was oh, I, I was unsure then because we knew he was you know strong on that climb and maybe that final little kick, but you know at the end of 230 k's you never know. So uh, you know Jan this morning said he felt really good, had a good rest day, um, you know. So yeah, perfect. So Rod uh, Edingworth here, the DS, the director sportif of Bahrain. They're having a great Giro. I mean, obviously this stage win elevates them in the spotlight, yep. but slightly under the radar. In, 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 and I say it in a good way and a complimentary way because Peyo Bilbao is right there on general classification. Fifth, is yeah, he's, he's in a fantastic position, can climb. Uh, so this will give a little limpetus into their into these last five days now, they'll, it will give them some morale boost, I think, that they probably need if they're going to, you know, shoot for the stars. Um, incidentally, the winner, he's because the last few stages have been right along the Slovenian border. So his brother and yeah. his girlfriend were there at okay. the finish line. So that's pretty cool. It's that's not often yeah. you get to do that in a grand tour. So, do, do you uh, think actually that motivated him even more than 100%? Well, look, I think, day? yeah, I think uh, somewhere I read about a couple of quotes from him. He said that. He said, okay. look, the last few days have been, yes, it almost feels like a home victory. You know, my brother was there, my girlfriend. So, yeah, it was definitely in the back of his mind. You mentioned Ben O'Connor. I mean, Edingworth is also saying they never knew what could come from a, from Ben O'Connor. Uh, if we just extrapolate Ben O'Connor to the NTT team, yeah, uh, we are entering this brutal last week of the Giro. This could potentially be the last race for that team as well. They're under a lot of pressure yeah. in terms of sponsors. How much more of the entity team are we going to see this week? Because it's almost do or die for them. It, it is a little or bit. is it? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the press will say that. And, and I guess we... I'm a journalist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the reality is, I think, you know, look, look, maybe if they did finish on the podium, they might actually drag that sponsor across the line. Yeah. They might, they're either going to pull a sponsor or they're not, I think, regardless of their results now. I think they've had a number of years now in the world tour. But someone so like O'Connor is also battling to get a contract. He will. He, I, I tell you what, if no one signs Ben O'Connor based off the Giro, he has absolutely proven himself as a worthy rider. He, he had a sort of breakout year two years ago, three years ago, yeah. when he was a Neo Pro. And then he, I wouldn't say he dipped. I think the expectations then were higher and he probably didn't have as good as year. He's been sensational in the Giro. He's played a super domestique and then he's almost won a stage and he yeah. still might get one. Yeah. He will get a contract next year. That yeah. their Teams are mad if they don't take him. Yeah. He, he's still, you know, got plenty yeah. of years ahead of him. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, another point of discussion as well was uh, Ben Swift. Mm. Uh, he finished uh, fifth, I think, yeah, fifth uh, on, stage. on the stage. Uh, ben Swift is from Ineos. Why I want to talk about Ben Swift is actually, let's listen to him first and then we'll talk about uh, his position. And sorry? I'm curious. I've got good questions. Don't worry. <laughs> ben Swift. Really, I was a bit unsure what I wanted to do today. I knew it could be a breakaway because the GC guys are thinking about the next two days. But I knew that you'd waste a lot of energy. And it was there's so many different scenarios what was going to happen with Sagan, FTJ, Luisi, all different teams and stuff like that. Here it was, it was a bit of a strange start. I only did one move on the climb and that was it, I was in the group. And it was quite good that we were in a big group. 
it was actually relatively easy until the last 60k's or 50k's and we just started the races on and once we got in that move I felt really good actually uh, yeah unfortunately for me Ben O'Connor's quite a class uh, climber and he just had me on the limit on that last climb and yeah it's a bit too steep for me there you go, uh, Ben Swift. Uh, two points from this one, Ben O'Connor again. Yeah, they, they, they're not, mention, yeah, they're not yeah. mentioning the winner of the stage. Yeah. <laughs> they're mentioning Ben O'Connor. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, no, he, well, he was the one. He, he, you know, he was the one who opened it up to, to go for the victory. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, as, as I said, um, Tratnik just but, sort but of got to him. And... Ineos, uh, they've already had a very successful Giro. Mm. We can say this, hands down. So does that mean today everyone from the team is probably free to ride? free to race, free to try to make something else because it's already, it would only be successes on top of already successes. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to support Tag Agenhart. Yeah. He can still finish podium and they, so they won't, that won't get lost on them, even though they've won a bunch of grand tours. Okay. And let's be fair, Tao finishing fourth or fifth for the team doesn't mean a lot, but fair. for his personal development, it does. And he wants to prove to the team that he's a future leader yeah. or to other teams. So they will, they'll honor that with him, but you're dead right. They are now proving why they're one of the biggest and best teams in the world, because yeah. they've got a bunch of individuals when they are set free, they can go out and win stages yeah. like what we've seen. Absolutely. So, yeah. And we talk about the, the Vuelta as well in a, in a second. Uh, let's talk about the leader Almeida. He, he went, he left the bunch and he yeah, he to just, sprint just took for a, two seconds. Just took a cheeky couple well, of seconds. Like, why? Because what's the reading on, on this, uh, this move? Is it for the two seconds or is it to show? So actually, there's three things. Is it just for the two seconds? Does he want to show the other riders, I'm still in form, I'm mm -hmm. still here? Or does he want to shine the last one last time because he knows the next couple of days are not playing in his favor? I don't think, no, I don't think shine one last time. I think he's starting to have belief that he can win the race, but he's probably thinking it's going to come down it may come down to seconds okay so that's what i think at the the flip side of it is remember simon yates uh a few a few couple of years ago yeah, yeah, he yeah, lost yeah. He, he was winning stages he was he was dominating and then he got down to that last few days and chris Froome unleashed that massive attack took four minutes you know went went away from everyone and yates faltered and yates he barely finished in the top 10 in the end but he'd won two or three stages. Yeah. These little efforts, they they hurt you. Almeida looks good now, but he's got three of the biggest mountain stages left. In fact, you said to me, isn't it 30%? 35% of the climbing of the whole Giro is still to come. Is still to come. And we're talking three mountain days. He's a young guy. I, don't get me wrong. It's not, I'm, not that I'm doubting him, mm -hmm. but he's got the toughest part of the Giro to come. So yeah. these little well, kids, they, they, they all have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, but he's, he's still developing, yeah. you know, he's still maturing, but who knows? He, it's the year of the young, young rider. Yeah, absolutely. Wins, Let, let's so. talk about the GC because he's on top of the GC. Kelderman is only 17 seconds behind Jai, which uh, another good ride yeah. for, for Jai is third on the podium. But uh, I want to bring that GC down because if we look at Nibali, he's seventh, he's only 30 seconds away from the podium. The podium. Uh, so, and the, the team Trek Segafredo, all they're talking about is the podium. They're not talking about the victory. Smoke screen? Smoke mirror? Whatever? Uh, Are they really targeting that podium? They're, they're they, not gonna, also... they won't talk up. They won't talk too confident. And they're not okay. going to say we can still win because they're just going to watch him like a hawk, which they will anyway. 
the, the funny thing is he can still win. He yeah, needs he needs to have a super day, but he can still win. So because at the minute he looks very tranquilo, yeah, you know, very yeah, very yeah. piano. He's, he's he's doing okay. He's actually even came to talk to the press in Italian, which is the first time he did on his own will since the beginning of the of the Giro. You know, he wrote in, and so what can you read in this? Can we say you know is he really relaxed? Nibali is in control, but on the other end, he hasn't got the team, or does he have the team? To control that race, so he needs to have that jersey at the back of the of the week and not too early. Nibbly, if he's good enough, he'll win the race without a team. Okay, he, he'll he'll have one or two guys. That's all he'll need. If he's good enough, he'll he'll blast them. He'll it'll take two mountain days to do it, but he needs to have good legs. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just not convinced. I'm just not convinced. I'm not convinced either way though. So. Well, it's, Flo- not, Florent, it's not a done deal, though. Florent here from Alessio, from uh, L'Etape, actually says, uh, Trek only do podium. They did podium with Richie, and then they're going to do podium with uh, the Shark of Messina. It's a good point. Good, nice uh, slow, nice <laughs> slow. I like it. I like it. I mean, he's one of the greats. He's one of the great Grand Tour riders yeah. of his generation. There and was he's an not done yet. An interesting stat I saw that uh, every time he won, or pretty much every time he won a Grand Tour, he entered the third week as the leader. Uh, and 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 that this week is not not the, not the Giro that he won two years ago that Simon Yates okay. faulted on. Okay, there you go. I he wasn't. No, but that's a, <laughs> it's an interesting stat. And that year he came from three okay. four minutes off the lead. Remember, Cruzvite crashed over the Stelvio, yeah, true, which cost true. him dearly. But yeah, it's it's going to be. But Kino, Kino says, you know, uh, Nibali doesn't write for placing a rights to win, so he might not have the legs. But he'll give it all. He'll he'll give it everything. True. He'll, 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 yeah, right. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Uh, anything else from uh, the the Giro? The Giro. Looking down. No, I think we've just about covered. Yeah. You know, we've you covered. Know we've yeah. covered enough there. Yeah, it was we've, good. We've it's got good a to talk about. Yeah, and we'll, well, we're going to we're going to cover I, off the Giro stage, or we're going to do that at the back end. No, let's let's have a look. Actually, let's yeah. talk about the Giro stage and the Stelvio. Doesn't look too bad. We checked it. There is still snow on the side. But there is no snow on the road, and we want that. We want the snow. Yeah. I want the snow on the side, <laughs> Andy Hampston style from the eighties. Uh, two meters of snow, that'll Absolutely. be brilliant. So we're going to look at the map. Uh, we'll have a look at the, the map. Giro. What's coming up here? Uh, so this is what's coming up tonight on uh, the the Giro. Uh, it's 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 crazy from the beginning. It is. It's... They go to Madonna di Campiglio. The first two climbs, 20, 20 kilometers and nineteen kilometers. So it's a tough. It's a tough stage, but the hardest climbs are early on. Believe it or not, I don't think this is going to be the one. Don't that, you think? No, it's it's why, the why is that? Because the the final climb, it's actually not that. It's a category one at the end, and yep. it's not super hard. The two, the start ones are the harder ones, but they're too early on. A breakaway will go again. I think a breakaway okay. will win the day, but it's going to be. What are we, Wednesday? I'm losing track of my days. Yeah, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday and Saturday. Thursday and Saturday are the two monster days. Because they go to Cesarier, the... they go over the Stelvio, they go up Coldanyalo, which is yeah. 2,700, more or less the same as the Stelvio. And in between on Friday, they've got a flat stage as well. And they've got so flat, up, yeah. flat, up, and then a two And they're all more or less 200 kilometers. Yeah. So, yeah, this, don't get me wrong, this is going to be a ripper. <laughs> but that's the, that's, <laughs> the, that's the entree. That's I mean, the hors d'oeuvre. Look at this. There's a, there's a couple of shark teeth. Yeah, there, there is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Anything else? Vuelta? I think we've covered off the Giro. Let's move into La Vuelta. La Vuelta, which is actually live and free on SBS every night. Uh, we keep repeating this, but that's true. This is the second Grand Tour uh, on, his, on SBS. Uh, 
started yesterday. Before we diving into the actual stage, you caught up with Kun de Court. Yes, yeah, it was great to chat to Kun. From, yeah. from, from a wise man. From a well, wise he writer. is a wise man. He's, what, 38 years of age. He's been a, he has been a pro since 2005. Yep. Yeah, he's been around the traps, That's ridden for a number of teams. He's been a pro since the first time I came in Australia. Incredible. Jeez. Long time. We haven't kept <laughs> yeah. We still haven't. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kundekort is always good. Yeah, he is. He's good. Great value. And look, he's we've partially adopted him here in Australia. Yeah. He spends a lot of time in Melbourne in his off-season. His brother lives here. Actually. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Let's have a listen to uh, Kundekort. He talks about this uh, this race this year. For, for GC, I think it's it's on every day. Uh, it, there's there's very, uh, very few um, easy stages. So I think um, it's going to be racing from, from start to finish and and we, we've seen that pretty much all year, all season long. Uh, as soon as we started again after COVID, I mean, it's it's been it's been just uh, just racing from from the gun, and uh, it's it's certainly going to be that way here in the Vuelta. And on the other end, also, um, I think uh, with the with the weather here, it's it's really cold here already. It's definitely not normal Vuelta weather, and um, It'd be, we're going to go in some high mountains, so the chances of some mountains getting um, getting cut uh, they are pretty pretty big as well. So I think the GC teams and riders they have to take that into into consideration, and they're going to have to kind of make sure that a breakaway doesn't get too far up the road because you don't you don't you just don't know if you can bring it back. That was a Kundekot a few days ago. Why? It's because. That pretty much what's happened on stage one. Yeah, <laughs> the the fascinating part out of that, and he's right. I hadn't really thought about it. The weather. Yeah, you just you think well, of Spain being hot all the time. The south to the north is completely different. Tourmalet, anyway. Tourmalet is under the snow as well. Yes, we talked about well, it. that was skiing. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> should just be going snow. through Tourmalet in a few days. Yeah, yeah, stage stage three, or stage yeah. six. But it's yeah, come. it's true. Yeah. So yeah, Kundukot, you can listen He's to the, the money. absolutely, but you can listen to the to the full interview. Uh, it's available on on the Cycling Central website. Uh, another stage or first stage it was a cracking stage, honestly. Well, it was like mountain stage stage one. Yeah, it was a mountain stage stage one. We saw the GC guys, pretty much the guys that we expect now to challenge for the overall, even though it's day one. Remember, it's only an eighteen day tour. Yeah, I know that's not that much shorter. But the three days does make a difference. Well, the, the three days should have been in the Netherlands, which would have been with. flat. It should have course. been dead pancake flat. Mm. Uh, but basically, now they start straight, straight up. Yeah, and uh, Roglic, absolutely, he, he's a star. Let's we, listen to uh, yeah. to Primoz Roglic. Basically, uh, cast your mind back to the Tour de France. Just tune in, change the color. It's in red. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's always beautiful to win the race. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm super happy that I, I could do it today. Uh, it's, uh, like I said, uh, the team was again super strong. And uh, I'm just super happy that uh, I managed to, to finish it off uh, at the end. And uh, yeah, we just have to enjoy it uh, uh, and uh, go day by day. The team has been strong. We have Seb, we have Seb Kuss attacking a few times, but in the same time, George Bennett and Tom Dumoulin were dropped. Does that mean that from the beginning of the stage, you were the only leader for the GC? Uh, yeah, not really. Uh. It, uh, it was, like we said, uh, is, uh, the thing we, <coughs> we will still, I think, try to, to keep all the guys uh, there in the contention. Uh, because uh, also for me, is, uh, you know what I mean, it, uh, it's quite a special Vuelta. And uh, yeah, we just never know how long it will go, uh, how it will go. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just focusing day by day. Uh, and uh, yeah, try to win as much as possible. 
Defending champion Primoz Roglic. Very interesting what he says about they don't know how long this race will go. I was go. just about to say, you know, look, he speaks in a real monotone voice. And, you know, yeah, we just go day by day. And it's a cliche that a lot of riders say in interviews. It's actually true. It's actually true. It's actually yeah. could not ring more true than this race. We know what's going on in Europe at the moment with COVID. So maybe that is their tactic. That... Do, you, do you think so? They were just went, you know. We'd well, let, well you've got to race at the front anyway, mm-hmm. don't you? You have to race at the front anyway. But maybe on any other given day, he, he might have just followed wheels and might have thought, I don't want the jersey. Here they're like, let's go for it. Let's Absolutely. go Let's go for the win. Let's go for the jersey. Let's win while we can. And they, yeah. they're cleaning up some of the jerseys. We'll talk to uh, mm. Sepkus in a sec. Uh, before we actually talk to uh, about Sepkus, uh, Esteban Chavez, Mitchelton Scott, uh, very good, very good performance. Finished fourth on the day. Yeah, he was great. I, th- I thought Chavez was fantastic. And look, he he rode the tour. Obviously, uh, he was they were, they were there for stages. We knew that he didn't ride GC at all. Yeah. But I think he's going to give this a big shake. I think he's going to really go for it here. And you know, he, you know it's sort of he's been a bit of a slow burn mm-hmm. post lockdown. Esteban. Yeah. Uh, he was good. He was pretty good early on, but he was, you know, not Esteban that we know of. But I thought yeah. he was good. Let's listen to uh, Esteban Chavez. Yeah, the last climb, I, I knew the performance is no, like previous years, you know, like four years ago, five years ago. So I need to do smart and just don't go with the change of rating. If I go with the change of rating with these guys, I explode and I can drop. So I put my rating, and in the final, I arrive with them and. I knew the final, you need to sprint 500 kilometers to go. It's pretty nervous. Is the, the guy win, is the guy don't break. So I think I finished third or fourth. And it's, it's good. It's a good way to start. Like I told you, step by step after three, four years, I'm getting back to my level. Tomorrow is another big test. And yeah, already we knew how, how the legs are. For sure, Mikel will come back stronger every single day, and it's, it's good to start like this. Esteban Chavez, uh, one word I think that comes out of this interview: maturity. Yes, maturity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just uh, no, he, he did. He, he he spoke with a lot of maturity, didn't he? And yeah, look, he's been he's he's finished on the podium twice, yeah. Giro and the Vuelta. So, and I think, I feel like the Vuelta for him is a bit of a happy place as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the language, the culture, he sort of, he's Colombian, but it's, you know, it's... The language, language well. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you know, I, I think, uh, no, I'm expecting him to ride well here and ride high yeah. on GC. So follow, uh, follow Esteban Chavez, mm-hmm. of course, on SBS Live and Free again every night. Sepkus, we touched a, a bit on him. Uh, how important was he for Jumbo Visma yesterday? He was massively important at the Tour de France, mm. massively important at uh, the Dauphiné, I think, as well. Yeah. Uh, but whole, you know, whole year. the whole year he's been... Yeah. And today he's got the Polkadot jersey. Yeah. He's done really well yesterday. No, he is. He, he's a class act. And uh, it was the also last year, was it? He won, won yeah. a mountaintop finish. Absolutely. Um, First stage win. Yeah, yeah. He, he's class act. I mean, you know, we saw what he was doing at the Tour. Yeah. You know, a couple of times he was still on the front and there were three guys left on the wheel. Yeah. That's how good he is. Absolutely. Let's listen to Sepkus. Yeah, we knew uh, the the climb was would be really hard. And, um, yeah, it, uh, the Volta is, is a race where, where you can attack a lot and it's very explosive. So uh, we we tried that uh, in, in the final uh, with myself. And... Uh, yeah, I, I knew Primoz would would have a good chance if he attacked over the top. So 
uh, we, we tried to make it hard in the group and then just hold a steady pace over the top and he was able to, to get a really good gap and uh, make it to the finish, so it was really exciting. When uh, in the Volta last year was a big, big breakthrough for me and uh, it, it gave me so much confidence and um, yeah, I think this is my, my favorite race of the year and uh, I was still really motivated to come here and, and, and do well. Um, and uh, yeah, to, to win with, with Brumos is, is really nice and, and I love, love working with him. Sepp Kuss, uh, I mean, good job. He loves working with his yeah. boss. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but in terms of the, the result, yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, how helpful will Sepp Kuss will be when we know how brutal the, the, uh, the Vuelta will be? Yeah, invaluable. Yeah, he'll be, um, no, yeah. no, he'll, 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 He'll be that last man standing potentially uh -huh. again for, for Roglic at least. Yeah, you, you've been at the Vuelta. You've yeah, be, you've been there. Uh, it seems to me that they are all talking about the Vuelta being the happy tour, like the happy slam can be for the Australian Open to towards the whole season. Well, it's the Is last race. Yeah, it's well, it's the last race now of the yeah. year for them. I, I mean, it's always late in the season, but now it's even later, and it's effectively. I don't think there is anything else okay. is there after the Vuelta. Mm -hmm. So. No, I think it's 18 days. It's shortened by three. So psychologically, that makes a difference. Yeah. You're a bit closer to the first rest day or you're closer to the second rest day. So no, I think, I think, yeah, they will. And and you still you haven't had, you know, the grinding of a whole season. Okay. So they're still fresh, they're still motivated. They want to race, they want to get into it, you know, but they haven't had six, seven months of hard racing or injuries or crashes or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely, psychologically, way yeah. better for them. Another comment from Florent here, but uh, first stage with first uh, first mountain top finish with all the favourites in front. Can the Vuelta be as or even more exciting than the Tour de France in terms of the racing on the road? Yeah, good question, Flo. Yes, absolutely, I'd say yes, it can, and it has been in the past, but this year's Tour was... Yeah, <laughs> this year's tour. I think it'll take a lot to top yeah. this year's tour. The, the drama and the theatre of this year's Tour de France was, you know, it's one of the greatest that we've ever seen. I think that Planche de Belfi yeah. time trial. <laughs> I'm not sure, Flo, if we can beat that. But Absolutely. the Vuelta will it will give us plenty. That's well, for sure. Let's start with this. Uh, from losing 11 minutes yesterday. We don't want to bury him. How, how, how hard are we going on him? <laughs> uh, no, we, we, no, it's up to you. It's open, it's open <laughs> mic here. But uh, I, I've got an open question for you. 11 minutes, at what stage does he... Can we read that he just went, you know what, I am not in the contender for the winning. I'm just going to not lose, but I'm not, I don't care about the time as long as I made the time cut. I'm not going to try and fight and lose three minutes. Exactly. Three minutes, 11 minutes, doesn't make a difference. But we shouldn't read too much on the fact that he lost 11 minutes. It's not as big as a drama as the clock could be if he actually was a contender to win this. You're a kind man, aren't you? Am I? I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> not everybody thinks this. No, look, <laughs> it's a, I think you're right. The fact that once he knew he was getting dropped, he's probably like, I'm not going to try and kill myself just to lose four minutes or three minutes because I'm going to lose that yeah. multiples. You know, if I'm losing it on day one. So he's lost 11. However, I'm just not sure Chris Froome's ever going to get back to his best again. And never, I rate the guy, I rate him off the bike. Never say never. No, I never say <laughs> never. But, and I, I, I didn't say never in that. <laughs> I'm just not sure he's ever going to get back to his best, Ooh. which which actually would be a real shame. Yeah, absolutely. Just because of the fact that it was the injury that's caused it from the Dolphin 8 yeah. more than 12 I, months ago I, now. I, I still think that they're building 
and I've, I've got a certain theory about what team they're building around from next year. But is he going to tell them? Is he going to say? And, and this is, I'm not having a go at him. If you're in his shoes, you're not going to tell your new team that's paying you three million euros per year for yeah, three you're years. Fitting rubbish. You're not going to say, <laughs> you know what, guys? I don't think I'm ever going to get back to that form that yeah. won me four Tour de France's, <laughs> a Giro me, and a Vuelta. Which you pay me this much for? Yeah, yeah. So he's, I mean, but he's also still going to have belief in himself as well. Yeah. So. It's going to be so fascinating to watch him, Absolutely. I think, in the next 12 I mean, this months. This is one, actually, even for this Vuelta in the next three weeks, this is only one of the small episodes that, yeah. that we we watch closely uh, because there's so much to read in this and yeah. how, how well is he, yeah. uh, is he doing. What's interesting yesterday is he lost the time, but the team putting the pressure at the front was his own team. Yeah, so Carapaz. Doing a movie star we, we didn't mention. <laughs> yes. They were doing a bit, a bit of a movie star. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, what can we read in this that the team was actually not waiting for from? Oh, no, they, they couldn't. Went, no, no, and well, he's, he's he not, would have made the call early yeah. on. I would have thought so on, on the radio. Is yeah, Carapaz is leader. the man. And and just a quick mention to the other guys, or a couple of other guys in that group. Enrique Mas. Yes, I think he wants to deliver something here. Spanish race, Spanish team, yeah. new team for him. So much hope on him. Yes, as well. absolutely. And Dan Martin, I thought was excellent, and he's been building for this as well. And yeah. Rory Sutherland is in his last race. Yep, uh, of his career with supporting Dan Martin. So, um, mm-hmm. but. Uh, another team who lost out big time, EF. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. They had the a shocker. stage yesterday. They had a shocker. Martinez crashed. Remember, stage winner at the tour. He crashed. Did he crash at the tour as well? Or was it the Dolphin? I'm getting confused. Uh, he picked himself back up off the tarmac, finished front group. So that was good. But Michael Woods crashed and lost 18 minutes. So he would have yeah. been one of the protected riders and potentially one of the GC guys. Uh, for the Vuelta. He's been good here before. Woods, he's won a stage. Really tough mountaintop. So they've had a they had a shocker yeah. yesterday. Yeah, uh, yeah, bad probably. luck. Just bad luck. Yeah. That jersey. No, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> you still got any skateboards? <laughs> no, doesn't work. No, no not for me. Uh, okay, let's look at the stage number two uh, of uh, the Vuelta. Uh, let's, let's do a flyover. Cuando yo apenas me levanto Mi meta comienza Mis ojos que cantan Mi garganta danza Estos meses fueron Sin tiempo y eternos La vida a veces hay que plantearla Como un atleta See why I have to sit to, to, to... Matty Keenan, if you're watching, I'm missing the Vuelta. <laughs> we, every day we'd commentate this together. We'd have so much fun. I'm missing oh, it. I'm missing I'll it. I'll try, to, I'll try to, to help you with this. Anyway, uh, what's that stage like? It, yeah, brutal. look, well, brutal. stage two, category one, 16 kilometres from the finish. It's nine kilometres at 7.8%. Typical Vuelta, 151 kilometre stage. Yeah. Like, bang. They're just into electric. it. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's electric. It's uh, it'll be dynamic. It'll be on. It'll just be a really great race. And going back to what Flo said, can it be as exciting as the Tour de France? Yes, days like this absolutely can and will be. So this is what the Vuelta gives you, I think. Yeah. It just gives you something extra. It's uh, it's going to be really good. And it's up north. It's in, uh, I think the stage starts in Pamplona. Yeah, Pamplona. Of course, the running of the bulls normally every July. But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be excellent. And uh, it starts at uh, five minutes past midnight tonight. So tomorrow morning, technically, uh, but tonight past five minutes past midnight, uh, live on SBS Viceland and SBS on demand. And for your information, Matthew Kinnan is saying, "Me too, mate." He's missing <laughs> out the. Uh... <laughs> anyway, uh, 
Tears. Talk about tears. Oh, get the yeah. tissue box. I was going to bring it in. Yes. Um, look, this is a lovely story. Uh, Gracie Alvin, I thought we just needed to give her a really good send-off. Finishing her last race here, Brugge, Brugge to De Pana. And it was a one-day race for the women. It was her last race. And look at her teamies there, hugging it out with her. Sarah Roy, uh, Grace Brown now walks over, I think. And she's just streaming tears. But that, that tells a lot about that team. And I know, yeah. you know, we can talk about cliches and whatever you want. But it's beautiful. You, you and I really know what's going on in that in that team, especially in, in, a, in the ladies' team. Yeah. And how much fraternity there is. That, they are those. such a tight. They got such a, you know, they got such a great team. Yeah. They got great leadership. They've got good camaraderie and everything. And that was on display just So there. they really feel like they're losing one of theirs well they are look gracie's 31 she's she was second in ronda van vlander and i talked about that a couple of days ago i I was on the finish line that day yeah how much oh a couple of inches (laughs) it wasn't much second in drenthe which was also a world cup for the women second in the cadell race uh in more recent years she won two national titles back to back 2013 and 14 she was a mountain bike national champion in under 23s she's had a fantastic career she's been a great role model um I mean, I'm going to start crying great, in a minute. But no, you, it's, you, you it's, don't need to. You it's a great to. career, yeah. and, yeah, we're going to hear from her too, aren't we? Absolutely. That's yeah. what I was going to say. You don't need to start crying now, but you might start <laughs> I'm right crying. after this. Yeah. You might straight after this. Why is he held? Uh, very emotional and <laughs> crying. <laughs> but it was um, a really stressful day today in the crosswinds, and it was a super fast, like, you couldn't get a breakaway today. It was too fast. And I just wanted to empty myself mentally and physically today and help the girls, especially Roy. So do my best. And had some tears going down the finish line. So I just want to thank everyone in Australia and all of our fans. Someone cutting the onions somewhere. Oh. <laughs> it's like it. No, well done, Gracie. From yeah. all of us here at SPS. I mean... And, Look, and a lot like, of these women we've covered, I've covered for 10, 15 years now and watched their careers. And There's yeah. a comment here from, from Kino that says uh, she's been a pleasure to work with from the media side of the fence. She's yeah. always been good. He's absolutely right, Maddie. Yeah, spot on. No, she's a she's a gem. Uh, and, and, he, and incidentally, <laughs> off the back of all that, Sarah Roy yeah. was fourth. Yeah. Yeah, for she, the uh, top five for the third time in a row. You're right. Fourth at Wevelgem, fifth at Flanders, and now fourth here. So they they had a great day out as a team. So no, they should hold their heads high. They've had a they've had a great classics campaign actually. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Anything else? Oh, gee. Well, that's. I was going to say we don't want to end on a sad note. That's not a sad note. That's no, a that's no, a really um, a no, nice. She's got note. everything ahead of her. So she has. She has. I think we've just about of looking uh, at my a, notes. A quick comment of the teams switching. Oh yes, I yes, well a, done. That's a, that's a good one. So here we go, folks. Next year, for all of you, you know, beach road warriors, or or you do your bunch rides. You all want to look. You want to look for Keenan. the next team Matthew bike <laughs> or Matthew Keenan, who's been doing Zwift two grand tours. <laughs> yeah, two grand tours. I thought I was mad doing Ram Matt Keenan two grand tours. You're crazy. <laughs> uh, Sunweb are moving to Scott. Yes, Scott bikes. So Scott no longer Mitchelton's. No longer Mitchelton. Scott, yeah. I was about to say. They have been with that team, with the Australian team, since 2012, since they start began. So that is a big partnership yeah. leaving on good terms, mind you. Mitchelton to the Yankee. Yeah. How's that? They're going Italian. I love that. And Yumbo Visma to Savello. So it's around Robin. They're just yes. switching. You're someone right. Someone switched the dial. Yes, because somewhere we're on Savello. Exactly. Yeah. So someone just went, let's switch it up. 
So they've all just switched, just to complicate it, I think, for each of them. <laughs> but, yeah, so that, that's actually pretty big news. With um, Well, it's big news for all of them, but for us, Mitchell and Scott, that's how we've known them. Yeah. That is how we have known them Mitchell since 2012. Yankee sounds weird, but we'd have to get it could used be. to it. Mitchell I can handle that. Yeah. I can handle okay. that. Yeah, yeah, Yankees. Thank so. you, Owen. Uh, you're loving the podcast, and uh, we love you too. As well. Thank we you. Love, we love, uh, Anyone who loves the pod, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, this, I think this is it for today. It is. I think it is. We've got yeah. a big night ahead. We've got a big five days. Remember, carbo load up, all right? I've been carb loading all my life. Bro. All right, do it. You just I'm got the a world champion at carb loading. The last five days, you, Anything... you don't want to blow up on the Stelvio, okay? All right. Anything, you too. <laughs> you too at home. Do it. Uh, remember, the broadcast uh, starts tonight. I said five minutes past midnight for the Vuelta. Watch it. It's going to be in an incredible race. Uh, this was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we uh, go, uh, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral or log a rides with our friends at Zwift. Next show, next time. We'll see you tomorrow. Same place, same time. Bye for now. Before we go, a quick shout out to Zwift, the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Getting started on Zwift is easy. All you need is a bike, a trainer, and the Zwift app, and you're ready to go. Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world, and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground, where fun is fast. Go to Zwift.com and start your free trial.